Gotta get your brain right if you're trying to make a million dollars. If you ain't gonna do it for yourself, then do it for your mama. Only stay surrounded by them people if you know they solid. Elevate your hustle up today to double up your profit. Trying to learn some game, Xavier, y'all gonna talk about it. No, Deanna, speak that shit that everybody vouching. Ain't no more excuses valid. Get up off the couch and get up in your bag. To your bank account, need an accountant. What's up, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Millionaire Mindsets Podcast. I am your host, Xavier Miller, sitting here with the wonderful Deanna King. It's good to see you, D. She first off the plane. I ain't seen her in a couple of days. <laughs> Welcome back. Thank you. It's good to be back. I'm yeah. glad to be here. We got yeah. a special episode today. A special episode with another special guest. You know, we always say a special guest because all our guests are special and dope and amazing, all that good stuff. But we got another one with my guy, with my boy, man. We chop it up all the time. He's been on here before, but he's back because he didn't mm-hmm. ran it up again, <laughs> ran up a crazy bag, doing everything. I call him Madhu P because he like Master <laughs> P to me. He, he, he into everything. So it's my boy, Money Madhu. I'm sure y'all know him. If y'all don't, y'all about to get familiar. So what's up, bro? Welcome to the show. Yeah, I appreciate it. I'm glad to be back, you know, back to back. What they say, like Drizzy. And <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy because... Um, you know, when I first came on the episode, it was more so on the Black Sea real estate. Yeah. Then ran it up on the, you know, e-commerce product, building your brand thing. So I'm excited for this episode. Yeah, this is crazy, man. Great and you, you, It's so much that didn't change. So we got to get into all that. But first, but first I'll say, uh, before we start, I want to go into our first sponsor. So this episode is sponsored by my official crypto guy. That's at God2Crypto.com. This is things, I've been in the crypto game for four years now, so I'm going over everything I learned. I'm going over coins that I think you should be investing in long-term. This ain't no quick play. This is for long-term investors. If you're trying to make long-term money in the crypto market, this is your go-to guide. Go to guide2crypto.com. I'm giving over about paying taxes, platforms, everything you need to get started with crypto. Once again, that's guide2crypto.com. And also, I want to say, if you're tuning into this, please like rate subscribe and leave a comment on the channel we greatly appreciate that we're trying to run these numbers up crazy on youtube on apple Podcasts. so please do all those all those things i just mentioned because we greatly appreciate it so let's get into the show with my boy madu man so last time we spoke right I think you were still at the gig, right? Last time you were on the pod? So. I think yes. so. I think so. I was getting close to the end. Yeah, you <laughs> did. Really now, the end. And, then, <laughs> and now you you gone. You've been full-time entrepreneur for how long now? It's been, it's coming up two years. Two years. That's it, was, it was November 19 when it was officially over. And what is it now? Probably like 20 months. Damn. <laughs> okay, yeah. so 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 what's that been like? Like, over to, like, has it been everything you expected? Like, what that transition, how has it been? It's been... It's been um, amazing and tough at the same time mm. because the thing was, I already knew, I don't know if I, I can't remember if I said it on the last episode, but by 30, I had to be out of the corporate world. I knew that at age 27, I had to get, I had to figure out a way to get out. And so, you know, whenever it finally happened, shoot, I come out, you know, for the first, I'll say the first two months, I was completely in disarray. Mm-hmm. Like, even though, you know, I had the wherewithal and you know all the stuff that needed to get work done mentally i just had to almost detox myself from being in the corporate world so those next two months after i was completely done with my job man i just detox and just let my body just do its thing and then by february i got back into it and so the thing is whenever i was leaving my job i wanted to do it the right way where you know what you're doing on the outside covers the same amount of money that you had at your job, Mm. but it didn't work out that way. And part of the reason is, you know, you, you can't focus on too many things at one time. And so what happened was once I'm outside the corp or no longer in the corporate, I could focus on every other thing that I was doing and give more of a 100% uh, focus on it. And, you know, this year, 2021, it finally started being becoming fruitful. So I'm very happy about it. That's it's been a pain, though. It's been a pain. <laughs> yeah, but congratulations on that. I mean, that's a major step. A lot of people don't have the courage to take that step to leave their 9 to 5 and go chase their dreams. So definitely kudos to you for doing that. But something you mentioned is like um, you said you wanted to get things in order before you left the corporate ro- world. And I think that's something very important, like, you know, that should be discussed because a lot of people – 
don't really know what to do or how to prepare for that. So what were some of the things that you put in place before you made that leap? And like how soon beforehand did you start planning for that exit? I think with me, um, you know, a lot of people say if, if I could do it, anybody could do it. I'm not a believer in that. <laughs> well, how I did it is not going to be the traditional way or the normal way. A lot of people, if they do it like I did, they probably will not, not succeed. succeed. Yeah. But um, I have always been good with uh, saving my money, being frugal. So whenever I did leave the corporate world, honestly, I had over a year and a half worth of savings ready to go. So that, uh, you know, I didn't, it wasn't, it wasn't something that, you know, three months before I, I went ahead and planned, Hey, I need to start saving up this money. I already had the money and I didn't spend it on anything, even though shoot, since 2015, <laughs> I've been wanting to buy a new car. Everybody around me has a new car. Yep. It's kept itching, but I, I was able to stand off until pretty much yesterday. Appreciate it. But, um, I would say this. I know a lot of people say, you know, I have about six months of reserves. I would say even more. But I guess people say six months if you're trying to get another job. But if you're trying to do, you know, your own business, you're probably going to need a little bit more. Because when we talk about reserves, it's not just about uh, where you live. I mean, if you are building your own company, some of that reserves has to go to marketing purchasing a product, all mm -hmm. that stuff. And so if you don't have the money for that, that's that savings doing those quick. So I, I would almost say have a year's worth of reserves available. Um, and then on top of that, you know, with a lot of the stuff that I had in real estate, like the real estate money, I never touched. Um, all, all the rental income stayed in, stayed in the same bucket and never used it. So uh, as far as that goes, that was, that was fine. Um, even beforehand, like, me personally, when I whenever I had a job, I never liked my job. Even though I was paying what, uh, getting paid well, I did not like my job. A lot of people can tolerate their job. So if you can tolerate your job, stay in it as long as you can exactly. and while while you um, are making your strat, uh, strategic way out because it's it's expensive. <laughs> it's a headache. Your every day is like a new day. I mean, you have to start at zero every day. You know, your job every two weeks you're getting paid. You know what I mean? So. Um, I would say, once again, saving probably like 12 months of savings and, or, or just reserves and then just be uh, strategic on how you want to leave. So if it's something where you're either trying to transition to a different job or starting your own brand, just be um, very strategic on how you, on how you mm -hmm. want to leave. I want to ask mm -hmm. you this. So as far as like the reaction, though, because you talk a lot, you will talk to a lot of people, specifically people in the corporate world that may be getting ready to leave and they family, friends might be like, man, is you crazy? You stupid. You got this good job. So mm -hmm. like, was that something that was going on with you? And if it was like, how did you um, still get the boss to say, F it, I'm going to still do it anyway? I think once again, it's one of those things that me personally, I already made the commitment made the to commitment. myself. To myself, it didn't matter what my my mom would love for me to stay. You know, <laughs> you're an engineer. You know, right. like you got your you got your MBA. But at the end of the day, I was not happy, and I it got to a point. Twenty nine, I had to do what makes me happy, mm. and so that's what I ended up choosing because I did. I you know, as, as far as me doing things that makes me happy, I was responsible enough to at least be financially able to. Be walk able to walk away as mm. well. So I would. I don't suggest like the people who just kind of like have just no plan up. and just get out. That's more kudos. That's, that's kudos to use if you actually succeed. Because a lot of people they don't. They don't. <laughs> they that's don't phenomenal. succeed. So uh, you need to have reserves. Like finance is one of the biggest things that you know. A lot, a lot of people don't like talking about it, but people need to talk about it, and that's yeah. why. I wrote that book over there, but reasons why you live in senseless yeah. uh, personal finance book gives you all the topics about where you're spending money and how you can do better. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. But that's like, a, um, uh, what's the word? Like a controversial. When you tell people they should, they shouldn't leave until they have money saved 12 months of expenses. Like that's, that's, con they, that's <laughs> controversial. And a lot of people say what? Cause people like I've seen this on Twitter before they'll say, man, you should just leave. Like if you're not in love with it, just leave. Cause they'll see stories of somebody leaving, not having any money three months later, becoming a millionaire. And they kind of think like, Oh, that's it is. I'm not saying it's not possible. It's possible, but that's an anomaly. That's extremely rare. It's extremely rare. And then on top of that, if you're talking about oh, just leaving, most of those people that have those jobs don't have good jobs. <laughs> it's like they jobs that pay very well. Yeah. So yeah, it's easier for you just to leave because 
you might get be getting paid ten dollars an hour. That's not a, that's not enough. Well, yeah, um, no, no, that's so, real. So something I want to um, get you to dive into a little more is you said you did a detox after you left the corporate world, and I know when I left the military. It was it was weird because now it's like I'm not waking up when no one tells me to wake up. I'm planning my own schedule. I'm picking out what I do for the day, and I got to make sure everything that I do is productive and efficient and helping me achieve my goals. So for you, what did your detox look like, and why did you think that was necessary? Because I think that's it's a super mindset shift that needs to happen, and the biggest thing being an entrepreneur is being disciplined. So can you go into that? Yeah, as far as the detox, it actually happened naturally. It wasn't something that I was like, oh, I just need a detox. Like, I just started realizing, because <laughs> right, it was one of those things. I would get up at 5 a.m. in the morning. I'll work out before work. I'll go to work for 10 hours so after work. I go work out um, after I work out or hoop. After that, I'm working on all this other stuff that I've been doing. And then, you know, 3 o'clock in the morning, go to bed, wake up, wake back up at 5. You know what I mean? Yeah. So... In that aspect, I kind of already had my time about uh, how everything kind of like figured out. But then when I no longer had to wake up at five, you know, I'm waking up whenever my body told me to wake up, mm -hmm. which is weird. You know what I mean? Like waking up without having an uh, alarm, uh, setting your alarm, it just does something to your body. It's, it's, yeah. it's weird. when <laughs> I, I don't know if anybody else experienced that, but your body, when you don't have to wake up with an alarm, it just, you get a little bit more rest. And so... With that detox, I'm I'm grateful for it. During the during the time though, I felt it was very stressful because you don't know what's going on. Like I said, I'm a very motivated, dedicated, meticulous person, and I work off of structure. And for me, not to be structured in a sense during that time frame was very was like something just felt off. But mm -hmm. it was a very necessary thing that happened during that two month time frame that allowed me to finally snap and say, okay, let's 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 start this thing back up again. And it wasn't like I wasn't working. I was still working, but it just wasn't the same. My my mindset was a little bit different. Mm -hmm. It wasn't a million of mindset. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, for but I want I want to go into um limitless because yeah. this is something that like seeing seeing this from afar, this is crazy to me. Cause like so first, what made you start that? Cause you in so many things. Like you were author in real estate, got your own uh, athletic wear. So like, what made you want to get into that lane? How did that even take place? You know, it was crazy. So another business I have, Zion Beer Care. <laughs> Shout out to that. <laughs> so whenever I I release these uh, hair vitamin gummies. And so whenever we released that, um, we started running Facebook ads for it. And with fa and the Facebook ads, even though it wasn't doing the best at the time, you know, I'll, we'll run it for a couple of days and we'll be getting sales. And that was the first time that I was able to consistently get maybe like two or three sales a day. And I was like, okay, Facebook ads works for a product that's a consumable. When I would run Facebook ads for my athletic wear, People needed to see that thing 10 times before even thinking about right. buying it or unless they see it on someone that they know. So that kind of like sparked something in my head. It's like, okay, with Phoenix, I need to bring in consumables with, with ads. And so um, I switched over. Um, one of the manufacturers that I was able to find, uh, they, they had a lot of stuff. So, you know, we talk about pre-workout, post-workout, nootropics, um, turmeric, multivitamins, and things of that nature. I was like, perfect, let me go ahead and <clears throat> release these. And what was crazy was ads isn't even how any of this Man. blew up. <laughs> I can tell word of mouth. <laughs> and, and ads wasn't even how it blew up. It was literally word of mouth. So uh, I launched this no, uh, Black Friday last year. Okay. November timeframe is when, is when I launched it last year. Last year. And I made my first, from that, I made my first 5K month from Phoenix. And so I was like, okay, you know, we're getting somewhere. Um, and then, so you can, you know, with Twitter, a lot of word of mouth, a lot of word mm -hmm. of mouth. And then Ari, who was, <laughs> yeah. who was on the episode week, no, two weeks ago, <laughs> two weeks ago yeah. she uh, started talking about it and it was like the perfect storm for me because one, this other company that she used to use, they stopped selling nootropics. And so uh, mine's worked for her. And, you know, Ari has a big audience. People trust what she says. Yep. And so when um, she said that she took it, she purchased it. I didn't even send it to her. She purchased it on her own, used it, and then started promoting it. 
Um, and so when the, when some of the stuff started coming in from that, I was like, "Hey Ari, I need to, I might need to make you in the you know <laughs> sponsor you a little bit for this." And so um, you know the, the word of mouth from that it just generated a buzz that you know Ari started taking it, uh, B started taking it, and it just a lot of people just started like, "Oh man, what is this? What is this?" And so from December to January. Just off of buzz, I was running a lot of flash sales. I was able to make a good amount of money. Like I think I got close to like twenty thousand. And so March comes around and it just dips. Like I'm down to like six thousand. I'm talking real numbers now. I, I, went, it went, it went, it went, I went from twenty thousand to six thousand. I'm like, what the heck? What's going on? And so uh, it was six thousand March, six thousand. Oh, no, no. It, so beginning of April, it started going 6,000. Then two weeks into it, the buzz came back again. Because what, what happened was a lot of people who are taking the supplements, they started getting the effects. The and they just started seeing, they started giving their reviews. And so what happened was all these reviews start coming in. And now all of a sudden, a lot of people are like, what's going on? What's Limitless Focus? What's Limitless Focus? Mm -hmm. And I'm seeing, you know, people are Googling. And you, you type in Google right now, Limitless Focus. Phoenix is the number one. You know what I'm saying? So people are looking on Amazon for it and all this stuff. And so I said, okay, let me go ahead and put this on Amazon. And then what I did was, me, as a businessman, I want your data. I don't want Jeff Bezos having your data. Exactly. So what I did was, through Shopify on my account, I have Limitless Focus at $42. But if you want to go with Amazon, I mean, I understand people trust Amazon. But if you want to go through Amazon, on Amazon right now, you have to buy at $60. So it's a win-win situation because people are still buying it on Amazon at sixty dollars. Mm -hmm. So I know at some at any point I could raise my my limits focus on my website to sixty. But for now, just because you know, <laughs> just, just 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 for the the, the data is important. I'm I'm going to leave it at forty two. But uh, with that, like just so much support came from it. You know, obviously it doesn't work for everybody. Like it's right. a hit or miss. But like for the majority of people that used it and 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 mm -hmm. loved it, like. I think some people that whatever does the work, they're they're thinking that it's supposed to be some kind of energy kick. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not an energy kick. It's it's just for focus. But um, with that, just there's just so many positive reviews and just and a lot of people don't know that I was even behind it. You know yeah, what I mean? That, that was the still, that was, yeah, a lot of people still don't know I'm behind yeah. it. Um, so so with that, just the, a lot of organic reviews. I was like, you know what? Let me go ahead and collect as much reviews as I can. Uh, let me go ahead and create like a landing page so that organic is beautiful. Organic is amazing, but organic isn't always going to be forever. Right. So what I started doing um, this month is hiring a Facebook ad agency to go ahead and try to get to a point where I'm getting 20, 30 and start scaling thousand dollar months consistently. That way I don't always have to rely on the organic or get, like I said, organic is great. Like yeah. I was able to keep most of that spread, mm -hmm. obviously with the ads that starts cutting to your spread and all that yeah. stuff. But, um, I've been very, very grateful for it. And I finally decided to spoil myself after, That's you know, hitting, hitting <laughs> a 50 K month in May. And, uh, and shoot, like since, what was it? No November to April at six K or hundred K in six months. And then back that up with the 50K month. You know what I mean? 50K so, it's just month, like, so it's just going up. It's just going up. So I was Ooh. just like very, very, very grateful that um, a lot of people were able to support me. And um, yeah, just been riding with that continuously. No, it's been crazy. Like seeing it mm -hmm. online, like you literally still like set the internet on fire. Like I see people type, like posting all the time. I took a limitless. <laughs> like, man, I've been going hard. I've been right. going crazy. I'm like, yo, this shit is crazy. <laughs> like when do this, like word of mouth, they say it's the most powerful mm -hmm. um, like marketing tool. Absolutely. But, but I want to ask you this though, because something you said earlier that you said like you, ha you had to run the ad like seven times before you got to buy or something like that. Mm -hmm. And I think that's uh, so interesting because I don't think people know, like I've uh, seen like a statistic or something like that. Says like the average person doesn't purchase a product. The average person doesn't purchase a product until they see it like ten times or something mm -hmm. like that. So like that's something that the listeners, because I think, could take game from because they might be running ads and be like, man, I did it four or five times, right. it, was, it ain't working. Facebook ad is hard. It's hard. It's hard, anyways. But when you pair that uh, with apparel, clothing industry. It's 10 times harder. Like, apparel industry is one of the hardest industries to get in and be yeah. successful in. Like, unless you would literally have friends that are celebrities, influencers, it's going to be hard to launch your stuff and, and do really, really well. 
So, um, like I said, with clothing, you have to have you have to have it in people's um, hands that are very popular. That or the word of mouth aspect, and one way to get the word of mouth aspect is kind of like putting it in the right hands mm. and then having a good product. Because I'll tell you right now, and you and I, I appreciate you wearing it in the last episode with the Phoenix clothing. Mm-hmm. My clothing, like for me, I make sure that my clothing is a one perfect quality. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, a lot of people don't know that. I mean, they see it, but until they're mm-hmm. able to fit, uh, you know, touch it or whatever the case is. They're not. They just not gonna buy it. So until they see it on someone like, like Zig, they, 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 that's when they're gonna be able to purchase it because yeah. they saw they saw it on him. Mm. If I just have an ad running with just some normal person they don't really know, it's gonna take them 10, 10 times, 10, 20 yeah. times for them to go. And at that point, I spent sixty dollars trying to convert them, a hundred dollars trying to convert them. That's too much money. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of money you spend. You, you I'm losing. You lose money. I'm losing money. Point. But like you said though, like all your products. Is a one like it ain't, it ain't no Hanes fruit of the loom type no. shit. It's like his own fabrics, his own every. So like, what's that process like? How you even get to that point? Because a lot of people they want to get in the industry, but they don't know how to get manufacturers to have their own quality. Where it's just like a one like that. Yeah, I kind of talk about it in my course, Product to Profits. Go to University dot com. But um, in general, like when you're talking about manufacturers, um, if you want to do it the cheapest way. Uh, you're probably going to want to go overseas. So looking at a site like Alibaba or AliExpress and then just uh, doing what's called OME, which is pretty much custom-made product. So what you want to do is order a sample. And obviously the sample is going to be a little bit expensive, but you order it make sure the quality is good and um, make sure they kind of like have it tailored to what you're looking for. And if it's to what you want, then go ahead and bulk order it. Bulk order it. Um, one of the things that I would recommend when you do bulk order um, this is just from my experience. If you're new, bulk order enough to give to a couple of your friends so you can have a photo shoot. Because I think of some people, they bulk order some, and then they think they're just going to be able to sell it without any real traction or real right. marketing. And then it kind of like sits there. So before you even launch it, have a couple of your friends, have, uh, you know, either one, wear it, and then just kind of like hopefully talk about it because they're your friends. They, they should be able to talk about it, right? Mm-hmm. So have them wear it, have them talk about it maybe like a week before launch, and then you will have a much more successful launch. Because like for me, I made the mistake where I bulk ordered $10,000 worth of items, and I was sitting on that thing for over a year. Because I wasn't, I mean, I would market, but I wasn't marketing right. right. And so, like I said, the gym I just said before, if you can have certain types of people wearing your stuff and promoting it and help you promote it while while you have a date, that will help help you have a much more successful launch mm-hmm. in the future. Mm-hmm. Like, I agree. You want something? You go uh, I was going to say, so what do you think about this? This is really crossing my, my mind because I always tell people, like, in this age, we in this digital age, social media, I'm like, this is like the great equalizer yeah. just because... You could be like a lot of people. I know I got a lot of friends. They didn't got jobs no more. And they young. (laughs) And they eating just from having like social media presences, brands and products. So like, what do you you agree? Like it's it's like an equalizer, like an even playing field for a lot of people if they could take advantage of the access and shit we have right now. Um, I wouldn't say even or equal because I don't think anything is even or equal. Right, right, right. But it definitely, the barrier entry is now. Uh, better for people who wouldn't have had the opportunity in the past. Like you weren't rich or you don't come from a rich family. <laughs> right, right, right. Now you can you have a chance to actually make some money because, like I said, you could do everything from from your home. You don't have to get a SBA loan to get a storefront. Now, people in the past had to do yeah, had to do that. Now you do everything through Shopify. Exactly. You know, people were doing stuff through drop shipping. I think that's kind of dead now, just with all the stuff going on overseas. But. Um, you could do everything from your computer. You could sell courts. Like people weren't thinking about stuff like this back in the day. But with the internet, you you do see a, a shift happening. Like I'll be the fir- first to tell you. Like I had the good degrees. You know what I mean. And I will tell you right now, as far as my kids, I hope they don't have to go to college or anything like that because all the op- the the how the world is shifting. You can still get the education without having to spend all this money going That's to college. Right. Mm-hmm. And so. My thing as far as, you know, whenever the time comes, is like making sure my kids know how to make money. It doesn't have yeah. to do be in whatever I'm doing, but just how to do it is, is something that I think is very important. So yeah, barrier of entry is definitely lower for people to get in. 
Yeah, it's in the online mm-hmm. space. I, I agree 100%. And something I wanted to ask you, because I was looking at your Instagram, and if I'm not mistaken, you said you had the idea for Phoenix back in 2018. 2018. And something we talked about um, not too long ago, we were talking about how important it is to invest money back into your mm-hmm. business. Okay. But I think it's just as important to invest time back in your business. And I think a lot of people want this like popcorn success where things happen overnight, but this is years in the making mm-hmm. where... Like you said, you were only seeing like 5K, 6K months, and now you're at a point where you got 50K months and things like that. So what kept you motivated and dedicated over all these years to keep going so hard with Phoenix, even though the success wasn't always there in the beginning? Uh, I think with me, I always know that whatever I have, like I know that I could give my 100% or my all. And so with Phoenix, even though it didn't happen as quickly as I wanted to. Um, I stayed consistent with it, just knowing that some way, somehow, something's going to happen. And you know, just to be the the wherewithal or the mindset to be able to pivot when it's when it's necessary. Like I was just an apparel company right. when I became, when I and and I still plan to be and I still am an apparel company. But now that the supplements came in and blew everything up, now I have the means to reinvest back into products now I can get now I can bring it back now you know the people like you know Jim Shark or Alpha or things like that I can start creeping up to Mm -hmm. going into that level and still have my have my supplements there Mm. because the supplements can keep me consistent but I still want I still want people I still like seeing people (laughs) in Phoenix you know what I mean so um yeah just being a being able to pivot when it's possible and once again when I did have that job me having it like a lot of that money was just money. It wasn't like Phoenix generated that money. I put my own money into, into mm-hmm. that. And um, like I said, to do the samplings, to bulk, to, to do the bulk orders, um, the marketing, all of that stuff. That, that A lot of that money came from the, from the nine to five job. So mm-hmm. once again, it goes back to finances, making sure you have the correct finances, trying to do everything just off the whim and off of luck is not the, is not the right approach. Mm-hmm. No, that's a fact. I got one more question oh, yeah. for you. So this is about like the product offering lineup. So we all know like Limitless is what's really mm-hmm. taking off and was killing it and doing numbers. Right. But you do have other supplements and vitamins right. um, for your product offerings. Have you ever considered like maybe it's too many or just dropping some and going in on one? Or do you think it's important to have, um, you know, a versatile product offering? So two part answer for people who are listening. If you're starting off brand new with um, a product or whatever it is, start with one product, one, maybe two, two products. My, my problem was when I started Phoenix, I started with like six products. I had my joggers, I had the shirt, I had um, a hoodie. Couple, yeah, yeah, hoodie. I had all those. I, and I bulk, and like I said, I ordered all that stuff. I didn't know what was actually mm. going to work. What I should have did was like just order the joggers let that sell out. Okay, the market likes the joggers. That way I didn't waste all that money with with sitting inventory with the hoodies and all that stuff. And then from there, you can use some of the profit from that clothing to reinvest, mm. buy buy more products so, and, and things of that nature. Uh, with the supplements now, uh, how I have it set up with um, my manufacturer, um, I, don't, I don't have to worry about is, am I offering too many products right now? Because even though I... I can still have it available. I just don't push a lot of marketing toward the other ones just yet, mm-hmm. just because Limitless is still the one that everybody cares about. I want I want other people to try other stuff. When <laughs> people try the other stuff, they love it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with the apple cider vinegar gummies, honestly, in complete honestly, whenever whenever I started the supplements, I thought the apple cider vinegar gummies was going to be the one that pops off mm-hmm. because you know you I see you know companies like Goalie. You look at their thing and it's like, man, these dudes are making multi probably billions by multi millions selling apple cider vinegar gummies mm-hmm. they're on the ellen show you know all this stuff <laughs> so i'm like i'm gonna just ride their coattail if it, if it ain't broke don't fix it so right. I'm, I'm i'm thinking that's gonna work and of all the products it was well, limitless, limitless the new tropics limitless is, is what took off and the blessing of it all is with limitless uh the margins are you know are better than than the other products really? that i have Mm-hmm. So, like, it actually ended up working into my favor in that in that aspect. Mm. So, because we didn't we didn't discuss this yet. So, for the people that's listening, it's their first time hearing a limitless. Mm. What is a limitless pill? 
So a lot of people, you know, it's, it's called nootropics. A lot of people don't understand what nootropics are. So the easiest way to kind of explain it is almost like legal Adderall. So what it helps you do is help you focus. So if you take two, two limitless pills, what you want to do is you want to immediately start on your task. And then all of a sudden, it's going to be two hours later. And you're like, oh, I, I finished all this stuff. And like, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people, sometimes they take, they take the limitless pills and they start playing video games and now they just wasted all that focus on something else so like say if you're in a funk you know you have brain fog limitless focus helps cut through that and get you clarity again and so um you know one of the things i recommend people doing is like brain dumps and one of the things i actually plan to launch uh next week is the limitless focus group and uh oh, and with hey, that man. and with that um, man, I told you, <laughs> P, I told you. yeah so so with that pretty much it's going to be a discord community and um how i'm going to have it set up at least initially is you know once or twice a month probably on sundays have a session where everybody can come in if you're an entrepreneur or a high performer whatever it is the 10 percent of the world one percent of the world come in and have that like a lo-fi music just playing in the background and you just come in and just either plan your your week ahead or just dump everything out your mind to to, to start focusing because a lot of th people, things people don't understand about um brain dumping it gives you clarity mm -hmm. it, it, it it frees your mind because if you're like me if you don't write stuff down you have so much stuff going through your head and you're going to start forgetting so i used to have great memory not anymore, but all this stuff I got going yeah, on, I have no good memory. So now I created a, a panda planner. Like, if you know, the <laughs> God, yeah. So, like, you know, one of the, and that, like I said, it, it kind of goes back, serial entrepreneur. Like, if it's something that I have an idea, I'm going to create it. I'm going to mm. figure out a way to create it. It's my biggest thing is the marketing aspect of getting everybody getting else on board. Because like I said, it's not, I don't just put stuff out there just to put stuff out there. Everything is, is quality. Mm -hmm. So um, like I said, once once I become become bigger, a lot of these other stuff will start popping up just like just like, like Lemonless did. But I want to ask you this, because this is something that people always ask me. They say, Especially since you have so many businesses, mm -hmm. you have a million businesses, you, 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 you winning, you know what I'm saying? And you single. So like, how are you able to maintain, stay focused and discipline? Everybody how you able to stay, uh, stay focused and discipline all these tasks where you're not like losing sight, losing track of things? Uh, absolutely. So once again, one of the biggest things, so shout out to Tirza. So I hired her. I, yeah, I hired her as an accountability coach. I think it was in 2019, yep. mm -hmm. and she introduced me to the Panda Planner, and with that, that allowed me to write things down in a in a certain type of way. Because I, I would write some stuff down at times, but I would write everything down in that Panda Planner, and I did it for three months straight. And so, when you're able to do that, for one, you're able to see the wins that you have you're doing every single day. Uh, every single week, you're able to see all the wins that you've been able to have. So even, whether it's small, whether it's big, you're able to see it. And then so now you're focused. Now you know what you're going to have to do for Tuesday. You know yep. what you have to do Friday. You know what you have to do at all these times. And then on, on top of that, at the end of the day, now you are, you know, this successful person. Mm -hmm. So how did you do it? Here's I can the data. You. Blueprint. Here's the data. Everything, everything <laughs> that I did is, 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 is in right. these journals. And so, like, you pretty much writing your autobiography. You're not, no one's telling your story. You told your story because you show what you did every single day. Mm -hmm. So, being able to write down what you need to do is one of the biggest things, like, to I help agree. you focus. Because, like, a lot of people just leave things up to a whim or they just feel like so many things are against them. But, you can't feel that way if you're writing it down and you're seeing the wins. Because even small wins that you have, it's like a little endorphin that happens. Like, oh, man, I, mm -hmm. it's good. And you mm -hmm. want to keep keep getting that. So you keep accomplishing more mm -hmm. things. So that's that's one way to be focused. Um, and as far as, like, the women and stuff, like, you just... Uh, <laughs> I don't have to say no comment. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't mad But I want to say a shout out to Tirza, though. Yeah. She put us on to the Panda Planners, too. And that was extremely helpful. She put us on to those. Yeah. That's that shit is super. Helpful. So I had to it's remix simple. It. I remixed Keep it. Organized. I remixed it. And it's simple too. Like that's a like I think a lot of times people look for these big ass uh secrets, these big ass ideas, and something that's gonna a tip they're gonna get that's gonna be like transforming. But all this shit really is like simple for real. You just have to take action and do it. 
consistently. Just keep doing it. Uh, yeah, I always say that people know what they need to do to become exactly. successful. They just don't want to they do just, it. Exactly. That's a fact. They don't. They don't they don't want to do it or they feel like something's stopping them for, from accomplishing that. Because mm-hmm. it could be something where you might be the person that can help me. I ask you to help me. You might say, no, nah, I can't do it right now. And some people like, oh, man, I guess I ain't meant to be. <laughs> what you're supposed to do is you say no. Okay, I'm going to still do it. And then later down the line, you see that it's working. And it's like, oh, let me, you know, maybe I can help you here now. If if I want to, yeah, I can let you in. If not, it's what it is. But now it could become a collaboration because he now sees the value that you'll be able to put in. If, you, if you're not bringing in any value to him in the beginning. That's a fact. What you, he's not he's supposed to see the value in you when you barely saw the value in yourself. That's a fact. People, <laughs> so, that's, a, yeah. no, that's a fact. People don't. People don't want to help you until they see you trying to help yourself. And that's something like even when we started this podcast, the first probably like five or ten episodes was just me and her. Mm-hmm. Because I knew asking people, especially accomplished people, why the hell would I come on your platform you don't have no episodes? Mm-hmm. So it was like, let me build this, build this traction. I've been helping myself. I'm building myself up. Now people want to come on. They see mm-hmm. the value in They see the value in me. They say, all right, let me help. I got this brand. I can help him out a little bit. So that's some... That's some real shit. But let me ask you this, though, because this conversation, uh, me and my brothers, we was having a car before we got here. We talked about, like, imposter syndrome and people, like, sabotaging themselves. My little brother, he was like, you really think that's a real thing? People sabotaging themselves? I'm like, I know it's a real thing. What you think about it? Uh, I definitely believe people sabotage themselves. And it's crazy because I'm the person that wouldn't do it. So if I'm in just in my own bubble, I'm like, why, why, can't, you do, why can't you do this? Why can't you just break through whatever it is your struggle is and just make it happen. A lot of people just can't do it either because they don't have the exposure. They never were able to see it from someone else. And so they just kind of like, oh man, it's it's just not meant to be. So I think it kind of like goes back into like partially, I think for some people it's innate. Like it just happens. Like for example, LeBron, LeBron ain't supposed to be doing what he's doing. Great businessman, helping everybody out, all this stuff. But I think with LeBron is something innate because if you if you if you're going based off his upbringing, he shouldn't he yeah, shouldn't, he shouldn't be doing anything. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. But right. I think with a lot of with some people, they don't have that innate sense that tells them, "Hey, you need to whatever it is." Because they're obviously everybody goes through struggles. Everybody has something that they're dealing with. But how many of us are actually? going to push past that a lot of people don't push past that or push back they get one step back and then just like i quit you have to push through that so mm-hmm. man would you say those are some of like let me ask you this what are some of the biggest let's say let's say three lessons you've learned so far as an entrepreneur that you know that could be beneficial to somebody that's thinking about it mm-hmm. or they on the ground level right now getting ready to get into this crazy shit because it's crazy yeah um if you are wanting to become an entrepreneur you need to understand, uh, well, for one, you need to be able to control your own schedule. Like, so it doesn't matter if someone's bugging you. Are you going to make sure that you're getting whatever the work is done? Are you doing the research? Are you finding what product you want to sell? Are you creating the service package that people want to see? Because the thing is, a lot of people with jobs, they talk about, oh, I want to become an entrepreneur, but... In all honesty, they just need someone that's almost, in a sense, micromanaging them. Mm-hmm. They need they need they need that schedule of someone telling them what's going on. So if you can't be a self starter, it's gonna be hard to become an entrepreneur. It's gonna yeah. become like and to be an entrepreneur isn't. I mean, it looks nice, especially when you become successful. But in the beginning, <laughs> it sucks. Like you might as well just make your money at your job and become an investor. And, <laughs> and what's, be crazy, what's crazy is a lot of people. You will get people that say, you know, I'm an entrepreneur because I was a terrible employee. I got fired from all my jobs. And in my opinion. I have the I, I have the mindset like to be a great leader you have to be a great follower. So if you can't be a, at least a good employee, I don't see you for the most people nine times out of ten. Odds are you're not going to be a good entrepreneur because you have to you have, you have to have some kind of structure to be an entrepreneur. And if you can't have structure where you have a job and you be on time to things, right. do what you need to do. Right. How the hell are you going to do that on your own? Right. Mm-hmm. I don't see it happening. I feel like when it comes to the the um, Nine times out of ten, if you yeah. are a terrible employee, I felt like I was a terrible employee. <laughs> not not because <laughs> I wasn't doing I good work, but it's just because my mentality was I never, I did not, I never liked any of the jobs I oh, was me doing. Too. Me too. And so, like, I was a terrible employee, but at the end of the day, 
at work, I was still working on Phoenix. I was still working on Black Seed. I was still working on these other things that I was testing out. So um, while I was a terrible employee, that did not stop me from doing what I wanted to do. Because one of the things, I'll tell you this, when I was working, one of the things I hated, hated, was it would be a beautiful day outside. I'm in a cubicle, stuck, <laughs> middle of the day. When you see people walking around, I'm, I'm like, I can't walk outside and just work. And now I'm able to do it. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm able to do it. So uh, entrepreneurship is not faint for the heart. Um, you know, one of the things I never really realized until I was on a, uh, another podcast is my mom was an entrepreneur. She owns her own uh, small home healthcare business wow. since 2008. And she's been running it up. And I was like, I just thought about it the other day. I'm pretty sure, like, I know she's made millions, but she ain't telling, she ain't telling. <laughs> but like, even though we never, we never, I never spoke to my mama about business. Ever. I never asked her about any of that stuff, but I just think just me seeing that kind of like help ingrain That's some of the things going, going in. You know, they say demonstration speaks loud in conversation. Absolutely. And mm -hmm. you had a, I mean, great demonstration, you know what I'm saying? She started in the middle of a uh, recession. Exactly. That's crazy. And those, and you know, it was great. She was making a lot of money doing that stuff, too. Yeah. <laughs> My first car completely paid off. I was like, wait, how'd you do this? Okay. She ain't even <laughs> saying nothing. I'm a coach. She, right. didn't, she just right. running it up. That's crazy. But uh, before I go into my next question for you, we're going to get into our second sponsor for today's episode. So if you guys don't know already, we mentioned it plenty of times before. The Keys to Podcasting course is getting ready to drop any day now on August 1st. It is coming soon, but right now we do have it on pre-sale for $249.99. You guys can go ahead and cop that course. You're going to learn the fundamentals of podcasting, how to find your niche, building a loyal audience base, of course, how to make money as a podcaster, right. complex interview tactics, um, scaling your podcast, and all that good stuff. So, guys, make sure you go to www.keystopodcasting.com. Go on there, get the pre-sale now for the official course drops on August first. August first, price going up. So price if, is you, going if you up. want it, you better get it now. Yep. Absolutely. So yeah. going into something else I've seen you say on social media, you said you need to package your brain and sell it. And I thought that was a very interesting statement. And I think that can mean several different <laughs> I like things. That. I love it. But from the e-commerce king himself, can you go ahead and break that down and let us know what you meant by that? So with packaging your brain, I actually got that uh, mentality from um, Mr. Shadid on Twitter. Okay, yep. On that and, yep. you know, he's one of the guys that, you know, we talk about, if you're talking about doing consulting and stuff, you need to charge. He actually still does free consultations. Why? I don't know, but he still actually <laughs> does. But, you know, from the free consultation, it leads to you paying, you mm -hmm. know, for consultations going, going down and forward. And so when we're talking about packaging your brain, everybody in this world does something at an elite level. And so, you know, you guys, you, you guys are in podcasting at, at, at an elite level, right? And so you now what y'all were able to do, because you have the experience, you have the accolades to back it up, you can package your brain and all the experience mm -hmm. and now sell it. So now podcasting, you get in, you get in money from YouTube, you get in money from uh, Anchor, you get in money. Now you get in sponsors. money from courses, courses, yep. sponsors. Yep. So what packaging your brain is that, because the thing is, that's a lot, there's thousands of people who are podcasting now but they want to learn it from you because they can relate from you guys mm -hmm. you know what i mean so it's like um your brother right like he's a a great um producer right and so with that <laughs> rapper, <laughs> rap, rapper, rapper too but the thing is like say like people are coming up to him they want to learn something specifically on you how do i write certain type of lyrics how do i do this they want to hear that from you they don't want to hear that from joe Smo. How do I and get it, on podcast intro? How to, how to, how to, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And so, and so what it is, is like pe people will uh, kind of like think that they don't have anything that they could say. Mm -hmm. You can go on YouTube right now and find millions of the same videos on a certain topic, but it's because it's from a different person. Different person. It's, it, it goes, it goes different. Mm -hmm. How many people sell new tropics? But now people talk about limitless focus because. You know, obviously, partially because of word about, but but it's just like you just you just got to package your brain. Like everybody has, because the thing is, it doesn't have to go into products. It, it goes into what you know, and people just like I said, they they go with who they relate, who they kind of like idolize, who they believe in, and that person can be you. Mm -hmm. oh, you man, you, you talking some shit, bro? <laughs> I, no, I, no, I love this, and this um, like I think I like this episode so much just because 
Each last time, that was was that 2019 when we had you on? I'll leave. It had to be so. like 2019. So. But it was, you were such in a different um, like space. Mm-hmm. You were still at the gig. You were still like, mm-hmm. uh, you still have ventures that you want to do. And now to see, like you said, how the 50K month last, like, man, consistency, you know what I'm saying? Over six dollars cut. Right. That's major for real. Like, that's some, um, that's some big shit, bro. To just be in the corporate world and lead it, like man, I want to say congrats to you because that ain't that's not easy to do. And there's millions and millions of people out here that want to duplicate that. That's been trying, but they can't figure it out. Ain't no such thing as overnight success, man. That's one hundred percent. I know a lot of people might just find out about me right, and the thing that happened. Nah, man, I've been doing this for years before even Phoenix was started. You know how many e-commerce stores I started up and launched, and nothing has happened. I started up a, a snorkel, <laughs> face mask snorkel business, and my dumbass, I, I ran an ad on Baller Alert. Black people don't swim like that. Why <laughs> do you think? $600 I spent on an ad. I didn't get one return back. But that's a learning experience. That's a learning experience. That's a good. So but failures is necessary. Absolutely. Failures is 100% necessary because you need to, like, that's going to show you the, the role now. Like, if you're not failing... That means you're not trying, you're not doing enough. Right. Because ain't no way you're hitting 100% right. mm-hmm. on every fucking thing. There, there was a video I saw, I can't remember her name, but she was saying that, uh, no, she was saying that um, at dinner every night, her dad would ask her and her siblings, what did you fail at today? Yeah, I seen that. I seen that. What did you I fail at today? That. I was like, that's real stuff. I need to implement that because the thing is, if you failed, that means you're trying something. And mm-hmm. eventually, guess what? You go succeed. It's a lesson in it. Absolutely, man. Go ahead. Uh, I wanted you to uh, talk about. So you said you did. You ran an ad on Baller. So I think that's real important because you said you didn't get any traction from mm-hmm. it. It didn't get you nothing, and I think that's why it's key to know your audience. Mm-hmm. And if Absolutely. you if you knew that, you would have knew yeah. your audience. You, kn- you know what's crazy? I knew that wasn't my audience. I was like, man, I'll get at least two sales. <laughs> And make them and you know what's crazy? I, I I I did get people in the store. They just didn't. They didn't buy, buy it. Mm-hmm. And you had people in the comments. Don't he know black people don't swim? Or don't they know black people don't swim? And this, this, and that. I was like, man, it hurt. But like I said, it was a learning experience. Mm-hmm. Built another store. Built another store. Now I got Phoenix going. Now mm-hmm. I got you know what I'm saying. So. But going into that though, because you said like you know people's in the comments and some of the things they were saying I was like, all right, you don't really want to hear stuff like that. But that's a big thing, like in the social media era where. I mean, we running our businesses off social media, and now you got real-time feedback from people, Absolutely. and they posting whatever they want to post. Mm-hmm. They saying all types of crazy stuff and critiquing your business. So, like, how do you deal with that and, like, just having, like, so many different voices coming at you and, you know, at your business? You just got to learn how to decipher or filter through the noise. So, for me, I know pretty much what I, what my plan of attack is. Now, I will welcome feedback if I ask for it. I don't like mm. unsolicited feedback, yeah. but I'll welcome <laughs> feedback if I ask for it. And then from there, I'll make my final decision. Now, when it comes to things like, for example, the comments in the comments section, you just kind of like have to take take things as they are. So some people, you know, what they say is true. Some people, they're just trolling. Um, and so you, you can't be emotional about it. It, it will the people will say hurtful things they said yeah. six of songs to bring my bones now they, they <laughs> words hurt <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh you just got to filter through don't take everything to heart and the things that make sense implement that in the mm-hmm. comments because people will say hurtful things but sometimes it hurts and then when you think about it, it's like man yeah i can implement this there's so many times i work with so many people that i'm like i don't want to do this this doesn't work this doesn't work and then i'm just like you know after a couple minutes like you know i need to go ahead and implement this so mm-hmm. it's like be open to feedback from people who've done what you're doing. Don't mm-hmm. don't be getting feedback from people who've never done it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna ask uh, you about rapping. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I'm, just, I'm not I'm not gonna um, ask certain people about certain things that they never done because a lot of people what what would happen is they'll talk about things that they never done and then force you to change your change trajectory up. of something that. That's you working. were probably in the right path, but because you asked someone that doesn't know anything about it or would have never done it themselves, they just completely shifted your mindset out of, mm-hmm. out of what you needed to do. So mm. that's why I hate kind of like unsolicited advice. Mm-hmm. What, what do you think is more important when building a business, capital or the network? That's a good one. Capital. Mm. And, and 
why I say that is because a lot of people can't, they don't understand networking yet. So what do you cat, mean about it? So to network, right, you have, for the most part, you have to be social. Uh, social. Mm-hmm. A lot of people aren't social. They're in, uh, in, in, introverts, right. kind of like me. So like for me, it's like I have to know I have to know you pretty pretty. You wasn't like this when I first met you. No, like when I know you, then you see this extra guy. Like Mm -hmm. if I don't know you, I'm in the back. I'm quiet. I'm I'm observing what's going on. So a lot of people, what can happen is if you have the capital, you can get the network. You can hire the influencers to promote for you. You can you can hire a team to do the things that you don't like to do. And then that leads into the networking. Now, if you're an extrovert, networking will be key for you because you can immediately start up off the ground and you don't have to have as much capital. But capital is always king, especially if you know what to do with it. So I I say capital first, Mm -hmm. especially if you're an introvert. Wow. So let's say uh, somebody, I like doing scenarios. So let's say somebody that's in a similar position that you was in a couple years ago, they may be at the gig that they don't like. They want to go into entrepreneurship or business. They want to find ways to build wealth. Or somebody that's starting as ground zero that's watching this, listening to this right now. What's some of the, let's say, three key things that they could take action on right now to help them elevate their situation? Again, save, <laughs> making sure you save. Uh, two, don't be afraid to try new things. If, if, if something hasn't worked just yet, Keep trying new things. I'm the king of spaghetti on the wall. How many things? How many products do I have out right now? A lot of people don't know about half of the products that I have out, mm-hmm. but it's one of those things where it's going to be at right place, right time. I have it available. Or if you ask me about it, I could tell you I have it. You know what I mean? Like how many times during this episode we've talked about something that's com- completely unrelated to whatever, <laughs> and then I say, "Oh, I have that." <laughs> you know what I mean? You so, so Oops. just keep trying. Um, provide as best quality product. And continuously market. I, I I feel like I'm not that good at marketing, but marketing is really one of the key things. You can't just expect to have a product out and people are just going to come ahead and come out of nowhere and support you and buy it. Mm. Market, market, market. You can, obviously you can start off with your friends and family, but from there take the proceeds and and get into either influencer ads or 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 like things like Facebook ads, Google ads, or things of that nature. Mm. Do you think? You need to be an expert in something to um, monetize it, to sell it. Um, I think you should know what you're doing at a high level, mm. and and it depends on certain things. So if you're if you're trying to monetize something to to sell, how are you doing it? Like it's one thing to be like, oh, I, I do this well, and I can show you on YouTube. YouTube's free; you can check it out. But if you're selling something that you don't like, you just learned about a week or a month ago, <laughs> just because you might have got a lucky month or or day or whatever the case is, and I, you just scamming, <laughs> you pretty much just scamming. So like you're 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 uh, misguiding people because uh, what's what's going on is you truly don't understand what you did right. to to make things happen. Right. In all honesty, and so. Uh, you should know, like, I guess when it gets to a point where you know what you're doing, you're, for one, making a lot of money in it yourself. Yep, yep. And then it's like, okay, let me go ahead and show people how to do it and um, and, and just kind of, like, go from there. Like, for me, like, for example, my, my brand building course, whenever I started that, when it comes from, from A to Z as far as, like, starting up the brand, I started, like I said, I've started, even though I didn't didn't do crazy numbers, to start it up to get it to a place where you can start making money, I could do that all day. That's no problem. Like that's something that comes easy for me. Like I said, for me, I just had to learn how to market it or to the right people or partner up with someone who knows how to market so it could get out on a more broader scale. But if I were just saying like I could back then, I could guarantee you 50k months, and I'll be lying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, but if, you, if you're trying to like, you know, you have a product that you plan to sell. Um, you don't know what website to list it on or where to find it and stuff like that. Like my course is going to tell you exactly where you go. And so with, with courses, you know, the, if they're good, what happens is, you know, a lot of stuff you could probably find in different places, but it's all packaged in one Package. place so that everything you need to know is in one place. And so that's, and that's kind of like the courses that I do. So I have it set up in that, Damn. in that situation. And where can I get that? 
blackseatuniversity.com every every, every course that Mm -hmm. I do have it will be on blackseatuniversity.com so the brand building course uh, I have uh, if you want to buy your first rental property I have that course in there uh, we ain't talking about real estate this time, but right. I, I still, I'm still in it. You're still in real estate. <laughs> so, um, yeah, just any any course that I do have, um, it's it's on blackseatuniversity.com. So let me ask you this, my dude. So with all this success and all this growth over the over these last few years, you know, you're doing a lot of great things. What are you? What's next? Like, what are the next five to ten years look like for you in We're Phoenix? We here. here. That was my yeah. question. Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> Obviously, continuing to grow the things that I do have, um, being able to focus. So one of the things I learned this year, just focusing, because, you know, you see how I am. I, I, I have an idea. I want to launch it. Having to say no, mm. focus on what you're doing right now has been key. So that's allowed me to double that. That's why uh, I've been promoting. Like, obviously, Phoenix has been working a lot better. But, like, that's why I haven't focused on some of the other stuff that I had because Phoenix is working. Let me go ahead and double down on that. Um, but past that, like I want to, if, you know, once the, the money continues to keep going, right. I want to get into, um, the VC world, investing into businesses. Mm. Um, hopefully by the end of the year, I'm, I'm getting into the, the cannabis business. Cause once that becomes legalized, it's over. It's over. So, <laughs> it's over. so and, and that's where the networking comes in because, you know, it's not something that I was like, oh, I can buy my way in. The people that, who are in the cannabis right. industry it's that I know, it's relationships. It's a relationship. I, if I told them right now, I'll give you 100000 let me in, they'll be like, uh, if I was with some random person, they'll be like, nah, I'm good. That's a fact. But yeah. because I have to build the relationship with them, they, they don't need the money. They say, all right, you can go in. We can get a little bit of equity on the next door. Mm-hmm. Boom. Now I'm in the industry. Now I can see what's going on. And then again, once again, when things get interesting mm. <laughs> like legalized mm-hmm. he's getting real interesting so just becoming a, a massive investor uh like i said one of the biggest things for me is like accumulating a lot of wealth because my it's not it's not going to be for me it's, it's to help a lot a lot of people kids wow. pe- people um you know my family my, my parents are nigerian so like building a school out in africa you need, you need capital to do that um um you know, even even out here, just being like for me, kids are a future, and and a lot of adults. I'm, it's hot, you know, people might say this is rude. Most adults are a lost cause. That's why I focus <laughs> on the kids. Yeah, you can right. educate the kids, you can mold their minds to what they're doing. Because the problem is, here's the thing: if you have enough money to do anything that you want, you can try anything that you want. There is no limitation. The problem is, adults. They've been stuck to they they don't they don't have the money they you know they have to work a job so if a kid says I want to be you know someone that builds flying cars they was like no be be realistic what what do you really want to do no if he wants to be a kid he might be the person that was the one that does it mm-hmm. but because you putting your limitations on the kid now 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 what no. now now he's doing something else so. I, I believe, like I said, the kids are the future, and to be in a space where money is not an issue will create a lot of modes of genius for a lot of people and make the world a better place. Man, I love all that. And something that you just said, though, that that, that's, that uh, resonated with me, you said saying no to things, especially mm-hmm. when you have a lot going on like yourself. Like, people don't realize how powerful saying no is. Like, the uh, basketball coach, Bobby Knight, I think he wrote this book called The Power of No. Like, you have to be able to know when to say no and be be bold enough to say no. Because people going to come at you from all angles with all kinds of shit. Hey, I got this investment opportunity. You may be in your lane, the bar rolling, fucking killing it, and all these different stuff come on. You say, oh, let me do this. Let me do this. And it might not be your niche. It might go down, and that kills the momentum. So you got to know when to say no to shit. You know what I'm saying? Save your energy for what the fuck you do and what you do best. Let's talk about that. So <laughs> back into real estate. When you say knowing your niche, so in real estate, I I've been invested in many uh, many things: short term rentals, long term rentals, uh, flipping, buying off of auction. Uh, you know, almost anything you could do. You think of in real estate, I've at least tried it or have experienced at least doing something, some sort, even if in a minimal way. A lot of people, I you can't do that. You have to figure out something that looks like you like, and then just kind of like focus on that. And so for me. For example, with Airbnb, I have an Airbnb and it's been exhausting. And what what I've learned is I don't like talking to people like that as far as like when issues and stuff come up, that's this is not my zone. And so for me, I would never 
I would have Airbnbs, but I'll have select Airbnbs in certain places. I would not build a whole fleet of like corporate leases or something like that because that's not my thing. Mm. I can make money. I know you can make great money in it, but I don't have the temperament to, for that. But someone else might, and that's where they can make their money. And so, again, while something looks like it makes money, and it's hard. Right, it's, hard. It's, 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 hard. it's hard because this. If you aren't where you want to be or you haven't made enough money somewhere else, you're anything that looks like it could make money, you're trying yeah, to jump at it. Mm-hmm. And But that's also how you end up losing mm-hmm. a lot of money because what looks good... Happen most of the time mm-hmm. isn't good. Isn't good. The what they what they green. what they call that shiny objects? Shiny objects. So, yeah. yeah, shiny objects. And that was me. That was me. I'm, I'm talking to you guys from experience. Damn, that's real, man. And that's man. Did y'all have um? Yeah, y'all had anything else you that we uh and get a chance to go over? Did you want to go over? Um, I don't. I mean. We're not, we're not plugging stuff in just no, yet, right? Not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet. What about you? Do you have some? No, um, that was it for me. I would say, you know, thank you again for joining us. Yeah, this man. is a great episode, and, like, we're super, super proud of you. Like, nah, seeing the real, growth real is amazing. Like, it's, it's truly it's amazing. Seeing it, man, it's been crazy. Like, I, like we, I was telling Ari, I'm, like, seeing that circle of people mm-hmm. that kind of, like, 2018. 2018 is when it pretty much happened. When everybody kind of yeah. connected, those people then. Like from where we was at in 2018 to now, in three years, the growth for everybody, seeing it firsthand, has been fucking phenomenal. Yeah. It's crazy. So that shit, like 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 they said, Ben, salute to you, man. I'm super uh, proud of you, and I'm happy we got to get, bring you back on mm-hmm. for another episode because this live in the studio. Live, live in, the in the studio. studio. <laughs> we gonna have to do this again, man. Y'all, you said we said you got a question for him or something. You look like you want to ask something. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, before you wrap up, bro, just my plug in all your stuff where people can find you, follow you by uh, limitless pills, by apple uh, cider gummies, by everything, by books, (laughs) clothes. You got every fucking thing. Wait, come in. You got to come. You got to come. You got to come in. Mike, ask that. Yeah, this is. Watch your foot, man. Watch your foot. How many? Like seriously, if you know the number, you can count it right here. If you don't know, how many total businesses do you have? Like all together. Businesses, I mean, so I, like I said, I kind of like scale back down. I'll say businesses that, LLCs, I might say like five, 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 five that I have. And then two, three that I'm actively kind of like working with. Okay. Because when you say businesses like LLCs, like some stuff is just LLCs. Like I have a, I mean, to, yeah, actively, actively, I'll probably say three. Okay. I'll probably say three. Well, so it would be Black Seed, uh, Phoenix, and Zion. Beer okay. Care. Wow. Yeah. And for everybody that's uh, watching and listening, that was my little brother, the guy that's on the intro. Yes, that's not me yes, on the sir. intro. Everybody think that's me. That's yes, my sir. little brother on the intro. He's the one that's rapping the song. So shout out to him. And, but like uh, like I said, do you mind plugging all your stuff Absolutely. where people can find you, follow you, get products, everything? Yeah, I'm probably going to forget something, but um, you can follow me on Instagram at Money Madu, Twitter at Real Money Madu. Uh, got suspended. I think we talked about it. No, it is yeah, yeah, my my account got. We go. I have to talk to Jack one day. Um, <laughs> um, you can follow my pages. So on Instagram, Black Sea Group. Same thing with Twitter. Um, Instagram, Phoenix Athletica. P H E N Y X Athletica on both Instagram and Twitter. Um, if you are interested in purchasing any courses, you can go to BlackSeaUniversity.com. Um, I do do consultations uh, time where like talks about uh, money and things of that nature and you can find that at the the black backslash consulting um and then on top of that yeah you know with i i want like i said i, I will be launching um phase two of a lot of products with phoenix next week so be on the lookout for that i will also be um releasing the limitless focus group by the time i think this launches it'll be up and running so it'll be a disc like i said it's a discord community make sure you guys join 50 dollars to join initially and then uh 99 pretty much 10 dollars a month after that and then my race as the community becomes bigger but you know starting off like i said it's going to be a lot of um brainstorming sessions uh master classes with people who are knowledgeable in the, in the field, uh, giveaways, early discounts, um, challenge, you know, challenges and things of that nature in it. And so, um, just trying to have that community. Cause you, when you think, when you see companies like Lululemon, 
one of the things that you can realize is they have they have a cult like following. Crazy. Mm-hmm. And so when you're able to build that community, that's something that I want to do. Like with Limitless Focus has gone crazy. Let's 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 have this as a community. So limitlessfocusgroup.com. Um, you know, like I said, just join join the community in that aspect. And you know, since we're on the Millionaire Mindset podcast, I want to go ahead and make sure. Um, pro- I'll probably say for at least the next month. If you use the code mindset, you'll get twenty percent off of all Phoenix Athletica. Oh, y'all, let me see, let me see, let me see. Oh. Code mindset. If you want some limitless pills, right? Here. <laughs> I'm gonna show y'all right here. You want those limitless pills? Hey, code mindset for the next. What do you say? Next thirty days? Yeah, we'll say the next, next month. Days. Next sure month, there, man. All right, we so, really appreciate that. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, with that, like I said. Um, Going to do well, uh, relaunch a lot of the apparel, you know, got the a little bit of exclusive with yeah, it, yeah. Uh, a couple <laughs> more commercials coming out. And uh, yeah, I just appreciate everybody listening. If you, like I said, go ahead and follow me. Uh, I probably won't follow back, but it's all good. <laughs> I will, you know, if you ask well, a, a good question or whatever, I will respond. That's not a pro- problem. Um but yeah, no, I, I really do appreciate everybody. I appreciate you guys letting me come back on. No, you know that was a, that was a, that was a uh, no brainer, man. We had to have you back on, man. And uh, for me, and wrapping up, you guys can find me, follow me on all platforms at Xavier C Miller. My Instagram, Twitter, my uh, personal YouTube channel. Also, go to the Millionaire Mindset's YouTube channel and uh, tap in. And D, what's your info? Yep, and you can follow me on Instagram at Deanna Kent, Twitter Deanna S Kent, and you can follow me on YouTube at Lessons in Life and Luxury. And that is all we have for you guys on another episode of Marion Mind. Wait, 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 right before, since we talk about YouTube, I'm relaunching my YouTube uh, <laughs> channel. And so go follow me at Money Madu. I have my videographer here. So I'm doing a couple of day, day in the life. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, nah, I'm excited for it. Yeah, man, that's that's all we have for you guys on another episode of the Marion Mindsets podcast. See you guys next episode. Peace. Peace. Gotta get your brain right if you're trying to make a million dollars If you ain't gonna do it for yourself, then do it for your mama Only stay surrounded by them people if you know they solid Elevate your hustle up today to double up your profit Trying to learn some game, Xavier gonna talk about it No Deanna speak that shit that everybody vouching Ain't no more excuses valid, get up off the couch and get up in your bag To your bank account, need an accountant